Welcome to another episode of No Player Connected, the final episode of this season. We have seasons now. It's the 25th, it's the final, and then we're going to go away for a few months. I'm going to recharge, play some other games. Uh, maybe I'll cheat and I'll record some episodes during our downtime. But yeah, and what better way to cap off our season with the man who really started it all, kind of like a co-founder, uh, Mullet Wesker. What are we talking about today? Resident Evil 4. <laughs> Specifically, we're talking about the remake. Um, yeah, Mullet, can you can you sum up Resident Evil 4? What's going on? Why is Leonardo uh, Scott Field Kennedy... <laughs> what's he doing? What's okay, going on? So, so here's the quick and dirty. Resident Evil 4 is the... I don't know which installment it is, but it's the fourth main entry in the Resident Evil franchise. And it's a shifting point, not only for Resident Evil, but I believe for video games at large, because it took the series from tight corridors, slow zombies, and drastic artistic camera angles to over-the-shoulder, third-person action horror. And a lot of people will tell you it saved the franchise. Some people will tell you it doomed it temporarily. Uh, and Leon, the one of the protagonists from Resident Evil 2, is now working on behalf of the United States government, and he is sent to find the president's missing daughter, who he has traced to a rural village in Europe, and they won't say it, but it's Spain. It's definitely Spain. You can't tell me otherwise. Oh, they! I think they outright say it in this now. Oh, like in the remake? They, yeah, they've come clean. Like, that, it's yeah, that's a good. region of Spain. Yeah. Um, but so he gets there, and... It isn't just simple kidnappers or terrorists, but it's a whole other biological terror. He finds villagers that are infested with something, some kind of parasite. It's not the T-virus, it's not the G-virus, but if there's any man on the planet that's not Chris Redfield who could survive such, such a situation, it's going to be Leon Kennedy. Yeah, President Sauter gets kidnapped to Spain for goofy reasons, and you got to go get her. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about those goofy reasons later, maybe. I have a thought about that. But. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels very, um, I don't know, to me at least, it feels like an 80s action movie. At least when you lay out the plot. You're like, go get the president's daughter. Like, tough, macho. Eh, Leon, I mean, Leon's a tough guy, I guess. But I know what you mean. Like, tough guy has to go save the kidnapped woman is the energy. Yeah, and like, it's in a it's in a foreign country, so just kind of go crazy. For some reason, it feels like you're in a medieval country. <laughs> your license to kill yeah, may be exercised ki- here at your discretion. Yeah, go nuts. Go nuts. None of this matters. But yeah, yeah, that's Resident Evil 4, both the remake and the original. They didn't change the plot a ton, although they did they did remix some things. They they caught me off guard at least once. I don't know if there were any huge changes that you can think of. Also, yeah, absolutely. Be forewarned for spoilers for this game that is remaking a game from like 20 years ago. You should have fucking played this it game. Has, it hasn't been 20 yet. Don't say that. I'm not that old. <clears throat> uh, when did it come out? The original 2005 because I was 12 when I played the original. Oh my god. Okay, so it's been it's been like 18 years, I think. Yeah, 18 years. Still, go play it because we're <laughs> going to talk about spoilers. I'm going to I'm going to spoil something right now just for fun. I was fucking shocked when uh Krauser killed Luis. I yeah, I knew what you were talking about cuz I was watching your stream when that happened 
and I like I love Louis Luis in this one way more than the original. He's such a better character, and yes. I also love that they pull Krauser a bit more forward into the game because it makes him less of like we need a tough guy in Act Three. Who do we introduce? Some crazy dude from Leon's backstory. Okay, and he still is that in this, but by putting him in the game and by introducing him sooner, it ties him into the story more. It also makes you hate him more because you love Lewis so much more in this remake. At least I did. In both the original and the remake, I feel like some of the magic kind of starts to dwindle towards the end. And I feel like in the original, the magic for me starts to go away like pretty quickly when you're in the island. Like... Oh, it's like it's like a curtain draw. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. And because it like, goes in a Mad Max zone with the fucking does. decor and the enemies. And I, I think like the regenerators are like a glowing beacon because they're on the island, right? Yep. Oh, um, yep. Yeah, they're only on the island. Yeah, it's like oh, they're fun, but then the rest of it's a slog. In this, I actually enjoyed the Krauser fight, and I would say the magic is like gone once he's dead. Or I should I don't know if I should say once gone, he's but dead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like I, I thought you were gonna say fight. after his first fight, and I was gonna be like, wait, really? But no, I, I was no, jumping I, the gun there. No, I I think that they made him interesting enough that I actually felt something during his fight, and I. <laughs> okay, we're. <laughs> This happens every fucking episode where, like... We, we jump away to some later topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I've done that with, like, everybody. But um, for some context, Krauser is a soldier from the U.S. military who... What is it? He gets kind he, of, like, he, left he for was, dead. And he then was I look at the Leon's camera. mentor in the army or the military, whatever you want to call it, I think. Yeah. And so there's some, some speculation that they have altered their mission where Krauser like went AWOL in the remakes continuity as opposed to the original game's continuity. Right. And a lot of people were speculating that what was a segment of Resident Evil The Dark Side Chronicles on the Wii, which explains what happened to them before the original Resident Evil 4, uh, that was going to become DLC for this game maybe, which I would I would love for them to do that. Because secretly, that would tie well into Code Veronica, which people have been asking to be remade before they go any further. But long story short, Krauser got very badly injured in the original canon to the point where his military career would have been over. And so he gets, like, discharged. And then at some point, Albert Wesker approaches him and is like, hey, if you come work for me, I know a way to, like, restore your body, a.k.a. some viral biological shit. And... So Krauser, like, gets the Plagas. So, somehow, somehow Wesker gets the Plagas to him, even though Wesker didn't have the Plagas. <laughs> so yeah. that's the original game. In this one, wh- I mean, what, do they hint that Krauser just, like, went fucking crazy on this mission? No, no. Um, it's implied, I mean, I mean, Krauser's probably not that reliable of a narrator, but he's no. also, he's... He also doesn't really have a whole lot of reason to lie about this. Like, it's... It sounds pretty fucking miserable. It just sounds like him and his crew, like his platoon or whatever the fuck, um, they they go in and do a do a job in South America or Central America, some CIA bullshit of us dicking around in other countries, and then they basically get cut loose, like they're just expendable. And mm-hmm. so, um, 
He's but, very, like, aware that they were left to die. But and I, why does that make him hate Leon? I don't think he hates Leon. I think it's just a coincidence that they ended up on opposing sides of this little conflict here. I suppose, but the way Krauser's portrayed in the remake, he sounds like he is so excited to kill Leon. Yeah. He, I mean, he sounds fucking unhinged, whereas in the original... He's still unhinged, but he has a he has a much better air of professionalism and calm to him. He's not like, oh, I can't wait to stab you. You know, he's just like, what's up, comrade? Like, it's it's different. The vibe in this one I got was Krauser probably doesn't have many friends since they no. all died oh. in, no. in Guatemala or wherever they were doing their silly little mission. Somewhere in South America. And so he's probably, like, excited to see Leon because he's somebody that he knows. And then throughout the game, he's constantly, like, talking down to him and calling him rookie. And then when you finally kill him, I I can't remember for sure. And I just fucking played this game. It's like there's an air of respect all of a sudden. Yeah, Yeah, like, okay, you did it. Like, you've surpassed me. And so I think there was, like, a weird mix of emotions, like, here's somebody I know, like, holy shit, this is great, and now I can impart my wisdom to him, or I kill him and I get the job done. Like, I literally can't lose here. Right, I, uh, now that you mention it, I never considered this, but maybe Krauser, in both games, is sort of like Akuma from Street Fighter, or Zod from Berserk, where he's all about the challenge, like, nothing else matters to him, and he's like, oh, I know this guy... Let's see how much better he's gotten. And he's just excited about the fighting that is on the table. That's how I felt about him in the original. In this one, he's definitely like, I want to destroy the U.S. government. Well, <laughs> that's not an uncommon sentiment. So True. Yeah. True. Maybe, maybe that's more of a hobby. And he is more <laughs> driven by fighting his loved ones or whatever long story short to to put a bow on this i didn't really care about krauser in the original and i thought he was kind of awkwardly crammed in there yep in this it felt way more natural i actually cared about him i didn't i rolled my eyes a little bit i got i fucking hate that line where he's like knives are faster i'm like leon says it they both say it Oh, they do. I yeah, forgot Krauser he, says he it. Got it. He got it from Krauser, I think, is the implication there. It's a nice little nod, but both yeah. times I, I despise it. Um, <laughs> it's such a, like, what are we, in fourth grade or something? Shadow the Hedgehog sound. <laughs> but whatever. I'm The fact that I'm talking about Krauser is a huge step up from the original. That's yeah. all I wanted to say. Are there any other changes that you you're excited to talk about? Yeah, I mean the flow of combat is is so nice in this. This almost gets to the level of like an action game, like Devil May Cry to me in its own way. It's not quite there because you know there's not like air combos and stuff, but <laughs> the game kind of has hot if you swapping. Try hard enough, right? It's got hot swapping. It's got cool melee attacks. You can set down mines, especially in the mercenaries. The mercenaries is a lot of fun, and I cannot wait to play as Ada and Wesker. That's gonna be awesome. I also really like the overall like presentation of the story. Uh, I knew at some point I was going to bring this up. I've never really been a fan of the cheese in Resident Evil, and I'm I can only contribute that to the fact that I played these games starting at age seven. So 
for the most part, I thought of these games as scary and horrifying, and the environments <laughs> are what stood out to me, and the dumbass dialogue flew right over my child brain, like, until I was in high school. I was like, oh yeah, that first game has awful dialogue, doesn't it? And then people were upset that Leon doesn't say, no way, bro, and, and other cheesy stuff in the remake, and I'm like, no, no, this is good, because you have cheesy Resident Evil 4, let me have the slightly more serious Resident Evil 4. And I love Leon's interactions with Salazar and Sadler. Those two villains are way creepier. And I don't think realistic is the right word, but they feel more like a cult leader and a psychopathic torturer who who was a sadist even before he was infected with the parasite, uh, referring to Salazar. I love that at one point Leon just is done with his shit and shoots him in the face in the middle of a monologue. And it's like, how many times have you wanted the hero to do that in any media? He is just that, shoot the guy. He does it like two or three times in this. Yeah, I know. And it's like, <laughs> that that's character development to me. Because Resident Evil 2, Leon is the first day on the job. He's super nervous. He's looking up to other people. He's looking to Marvin for help. And in this game, he's just, he's over it, you know? <laughs> and I think... In, out of the entire Resident Evil franchise, there are very few times where any of the characters feel like they could be real people. And I think this game and Resident Evil 2 Remake are probably the shining examples of characters feeling very real. Like, just the way Leon looks and acts post-RE2 and then Ashley feels like a real person. Um, Lewis is a little maybe flamboyant and, and like collected for the situation but he feels much more like a real person so i just like what they did with all the characters in this one personally i am going to be a little um incendiary here and say that i like every character's like remake version except for sadler and salazar hit me because Why, why not Oh, because I, I do like the cheese. I Yes. <laughs> I, I've, like, every single, and again, I'm a novice to the series. I've only played two, three, four, five, seven, and eight. I've only played, like, a... You've played the remakes of two, three, yes. and four. Okay. Yes. I'm a fake fan. I didn't play zero, one, original two and three. I haven't played Veronica, Revelations... Super Sucker 9000, Resident Evil 12 and a half remix, <laughs> Dream Drop Distance. I haven't played all those, but for the fucking like six Resident Evils or whatever that I've played, um, it seems like every time they start with immaculate tone setting of gritty, creepy stuff, and then, and then after and then like changes after an hour, it's like find my chest themed generator parts. Watch out, Leon, so, here's a statue chasing you. And so yeah. in in Resident Evil 4, the original, I I ate up the fucking the video calls with Salazar and Sadler. <laughs> the like Metal Gear Solid codex sequences, you mean? Yeah, just <laughs> Mr. Kennedy, welcome to my wacky mirror house. Your whatever. left hand comes off. Yeah, what? Yeah, and it's just funny, goofy shit. But I like that's not bad. I'm not gonna it's not like bad cheese. It's great. It's just I feel like I feel like cheese and horror go together so often I get sick of it. And yeah. and as a kid who didn't view these games as cheesy when they always were, especially when you have 
Japanese developers with a game coming out in the West being translated with the limited technology. There's like this weird lightning in a bottle effect that I think right. is what gave those old games that feel, and that has carried into the series for a long time. It's dwindled, but it's also like come back in Resident Evil 7 and 8. That The cheese yes. over there, man. There is some... Yeah, it's and as a Wisconsinite, I support it. So I, but I see your point. Like those moments in the original when you're playing them, you're like, this is fucking Saturday morning cartoon goofy (laughs) bullshit. Leon telling Sadler he's having a senior moment, and Sadler just goes, "Oh, you got me." It's like you're a terrorist. You're yeah. trying to control the world. Yeah. Like, so um, I, I see why they toned it down. And like, if you want to like kind of get in the Leon mindset and take it a little bit more seriously, that's cool. So I, I see why you appreciate that change. I, I'm just being selfish. I want all the goofy dumb shit. That's okay. Included, you, so. you need to play Code Veronica because if you like cheese, man, they that game has got it. This is a lot of cheese there. Where can I find it on Steam? Um, it, I think it's on Steam. You can emulate it for sure. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa! I would never do that. I'll use my PlayStation Two, and I will play Code Veronica using an original copy disc. You can do that. You can also buy it digitally on the PlayStation Three, which is remastered and it's pretty good. Uh, I think there's a jet flying over my head right now. Yeah, yeah, I sent that guy to airstrike you. I was hoping that this would happen a little bit later, but it's been nice knowing you, Mullet. Uh-huh. Um, time to die. No, I don't think it's on Steam. Don't okay. play it. Oh, that, that sucks nuts. I'll try to. It's just, as an as someone who, I consider myself a new fan, even though I have played, like, five fucking games of this series It's a now. massive franchise. And it's you so... And you haven't, you haven't dipped your toe in all the eras of it. Yeah, yeah. So it's very, it's a very daunting task. I, I applaud you for being later. a psychopath playing it in reverse too. Well, it wasn't completely in reverse. It was like I went seven, or no, no, sorry, I went eight, seven, two, three, five, four. No, no, no. I played two, three, four, five, four. I played original four, <laughs> then five, and I was like, mm, give me some more of that four for the oh, remake. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. So, what what else do we like or dislike about the remake? Can we fight about any more stuff? There are certain things that were cut from the game, like the U3 boss fight, which I was oh. surprised, and I'm not upset about it. I think the original <laughs> game is a little too long, and... If you play enough video games, you start to pick up on like where the pacing is just it, they're just they're they're just putting filler in, right? Yes. And there's definitely parts of Resident Evil 4 where it's like this is a set piece and this is a set piece and that's a set piece and there hasn't been a single line of dialogue between two characters for 45 minutes. Uh, whereas in the remake, I feel like the pacing was better cuz they just removed some stuff straight up. Well, what did they all remove aside from U3? I think they removed a lot of the trap rooms that Leon deals with, like the spike ceiling coming down and the oh, drill yeah. machine popping out of the wall. I set up my stream yesterday when I was finishing this game. I was like, I'm going to start it an hour earlier and I'm going to go as long as I need to because I fucking <laughs> hate U3. 
I hate that whole section. And then the game was like, surprise. Yeah, it's. I was. I was sitting there like I was. I was like, hmm. I wonder what U3 looks like in the remake. Let me look it up. <laughs> removed. Uh, fucking awesome. Uh, and you said they removed the trap rooms. Yeah, Leon doesn't do his backflip through lasers in this one. Dude, thank gosh. Anything that reminds me of the Resident Evil movies is inherently <laughs> awful. Get it away from me. We could what? do a whole podcast about movies if you wanted to, but it's just going to be two hours of me bitching and moaning. So. Oh, that sounds awesome. But what? <sighs> you don't like Leon backflipping over the lasers? That... That gets into cheese, man. It feels like something straight out of the Matrix. You he know? blows up and, a whole island. And the only thing in Resident Evil that should be slightly Matrix-inspired is Wesker in 5. And I knew that, you were going to say that. Yeah, I mean, come on, he's basically <laughs> Agent Smith with Neo's coat, you know? Yeah. They changed um, his voice. Uh, that kind of surprised me. They, they did. So Resident Evil 5, Wesker was voiced by a gentleman named DC Douglas... I don't know all the details, but some information has come out that Mr. Douglas is not the best of character, and he apparently was hired on to do Wesker in this game, and then he leaked that information, um, and got fired. So, which sucks, because I really like his performance, but, you know, if the things about him are true, fuck him, forget about him. Damn, I didn't know Um, about that. Yeah, you can look it up if you want. We don't need to go into it. Yeah. But so that's why they got a new voice actor. And I don't know if I really like the voice actor for him in 4 Remake. But we also hear so little of him, I can't yeah. really judge it. Yeah, it's like he's supposed to be a little guy pulling the strings, but he's mm-hmm. so quiet. I do want to mention, though, that we're recording this right after the trailer for the Separate Ways DLC has come out. Oh, yeah. And uh, did you watch the trailer? Nope. So there are, without spoilers, there are things in that trailer that clearly we thought were removed from the remake that they have shifted into separate ways. Lay it on me. This will be uh, a live reaction. I uh, Okay, so did you uh, remember how we had to fight Sadler's right hand, or Salazar's right hand, in the basement where you can freeze it with the cryotanks? Yeah, yeah, you do that. Whatever happened to the left hand? Uh, it gets absorbed when he turned. He when he merges it, when, with it the doesn't Queen though Plaga. because in the remake it's not there in the room with him. Oh yeah, well yeah, yeah. I was just saying in the original. Yeah, in merges. the original. So Ooh. we see in the Separate Ways DLC that clearly Ada has a boss fight with it. So it's oh, like sick. okay, that's cool. There also there was like a specific room from the original that shows up in the trailer for the new Separate Ways, and I'm like okay, so they are they are they are repurposing some of the old content for that which okay cool enough um and there's going to be more wesker it looks like her and wesker have at least a conversation in the dlc and more (laughs) wesker's great yeah i do feel weird about like ada and wesker's role in this story because at the end of the day they're just they're just trying to get the amber like that's it yeah wesker is trying to get his hands on every single like biological organism that can be that can be turned into a bioorganic weapon like like the tng virus the plagas right and then was krauser in on that plot at any point i don't i think as far as the remake is concerned krauser and wesker have nothing to do with each other 
Okay, because I thought in the original they they do they do yeah. Wesker clearly it is clearly stated they are both working for Wesker and that Krauser doesn't trust Ada, and in the remake there's no such scene that Ada and Krauser are even aware of each other, let alone meet, which I'm fine with. Uh, it makes more sense that Ada would probably try and strong arm Lewis, since Lewis is a ladies' man, and <laughs> Ada is known to flaunt whatever she can to get people to do stuff for her. I have some thoughts about Luis in this. Hit it. Well, like, going through and seeing his communications with Ada, like, you can read his emails with her towards the end of the game, and, like, just through talking with him in-game, I get the feeling that he didn't really need all that nudging to start sabotaging uh, Sadler. Yeah. He already felt guilty about his work, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, usually in video games and stories, I'm like, oh, okay, sure, dude. Like, you totally feel bad. Like, no, he, he seems to have, like, really, like, already started undoing things and sabotaging shit, like, once he realized what was going to happen. Well, also, this is a post-Raccoon City world. Yeah. And, and he, for all we know, he could be like... What if my research leads to another nuke on another city because this thing gets out? Well, I mean, his research is leading to potentially a guy just hijacking, like, the world's most powerful country, and then it oh. snowballs from there. Like, this was a pretty, like... Can I pivot off that for a sure. second? Yeah. Earlier, I mentioned there was a thing I wanted to bring up. Um, so Sadler's plan is to put the Plagueis Parasite into Ashley... And then, like, right before or right after it has completely taken her over, miraculously turn her back over to the United States, and she'll bring the parasite there, infect the president, and it'll just it'll just take over the whole White House and, and everything, right? Why? Potentially. Potentially, right? right? Why would he target... Why would he take his, his small rural army that is unknown to the world... And just target the United States first. Why wouldn't why wouldn't he kidnap a oh. hundred people and just literally give them all plane tickets oh. back to their home country at the same time? <laughs> I mean, the answer is because it's a video game, and that's just the story. But what was stopping him from infecting countries that the United States don't have a magnifying glass on first? That's, yeah, and I don't... I don't remember a ton of his harebrained scheme or like the details surrounding it. It could have been like, listen, we have like a limited window here. Like eventually someone's going to just fucking find us and they're going to send in helicopter Mike and yeah, us helicopter Mike. Like, like we need to make a move now. <laughs> Get the president's daughter, infect her, infect the president. We win nice and quick. Um, yeah, because because you do run the risk of when you start to have more people involved in a conspiracy or something that's just that many more loose threads yep. and people that could be found out. And so, if I had to guess, maybe they were trying to give Ashley like um, what is it called the the dominant strain or whatever. Like I, I yeah, don't know for the sure. one where she doesn't walk around and mumble and like swing a <laughs> her head a hair dryer explode. at people like. Like, they want her to be nigh indistinguishable from a regular human, except maybe her eyes are a little bloodshot or something. Yeah, and Sadler like, still has control over her. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that was probably the plan, just to do that. Although, like, 
what the f- like what was the plan like they should have just injected so, her see, with the this thing is the, this is one of my underlying <laughs> issues with the franchise as a whole is that what resident evil has needed and what i was kind of hoping they would do with these remakes is they need a master plan and a guy like kevin feige is at marvel to basically lay out the rules for the franchise and kind of like come up with like a five game plan and and potential spin-offs and and tie it all together but resident evil ultimately is here's one big exciting inciting incident with bombastic action and there's a minor string that may attach to the next game yeah. and rinse and repeat and this is doubly aggravating as a longtime fan because before resident evil 4 the leading the like if you had followed those minor strings in the original games it sounded like you were going to have the heroes of the original trilogy of games go to europe and do some sort of like take the fight to umbrella style event and that never happens it's just like oh never mind the government shut umbrella down here's resident evil 4 and resident evil 4 was so awesome we all kind of forgot about that and that's that's just a problem with the whole franchise yeah yeah, and I can't wait to play Resident Evil 6 and find out how that plays out. Mm-hmm. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks. I'm sure they'll answer everything and things will be neatly oh, tied dude. up in a bow. I can't oh, wait to find out about God. the the Q virus or some stupid thing. I, I think it's called the C virus. <laughs> <laughs> There's that, that's, that that's another I thing. Stop caring. That's another thing. Like as someone new to the series, it's like progenitor. Uh, yeah. Tyrant, uh, Plaga's type one. Like type it didn't. B. It didn't really start to get absurd until four and five, because before that, the progenitor virus was like the original virus, made in a lab, from and, the flower, from the flower in five, and then the original founders of Umbrella, Marcus, Alexander, and Spencer, were able to turn that into the T virus, and that's why they the started T. Virus. Why they start tyrant. T? Tyrant. Oh, tyrant. Oh, because okay. the tyrant at the time was their best bioweapon. Okay. Um, and then William Birkin of Resident Evil 2 turned the T virus into the G virus. And, and, like, the T virus would take a creature and evolve it one time. The G virus would take a creature and it would evolve itself until it turned into a behemoth blob, basically. Oh. And the G stands for. I actually have no idea. Good so I think I just virus. lost some Resident Evil cred there. Maybe even Great Virus. The great, the greater virus. <laughs> yeah, then, then in Code Veronica, there's the T Veronica virus. It's oh, like, okay, now we're getting a little silly. Who the fuck silly. is Veronica? Now we're getting a little silly. Well, it's funny you ask because it's uh, you can play the game and find out. I'm not going to tell you anything. Okay, fine. Um, I but, assume yeah. it's some sad lady in a cryogenically frozen pod somewhere. Not you know, not to risk completely diverting this Resident Evil 4 remake, but the <laughs> villains in Code Veronica are so batshit insane. I love them and would love for them to get a modernized treatment. They are absolutely fucking balls to the wall, apeshit crazy villains. And I think they put Sadler and Salazar to shame in their insanity. But are they say. as funny? Are they as funny as those two? One of them is hilarious to laugh at because he's like a joke. And the other one is very actually terrifying. Okay. 
Yeah. Do do I play Code Veronica? Where does it fall in the chronology? So so chronologically, Code Veronica takes place, I think, three months after Resident Evil 2, and it stars Claire, and Chris is also involved. So it takes place a few months after Raccoon City blows up. And then the next game in the series after that, the next mainline game was Resident Evil 4. Well, I'm going to need you to have a little bit more decorum and respect. We call it the Raccoon City Incident. We don't just say it blew up. Would you, li- would you like to know another fun fact about the Raccoon City Incident? Sure. The way it blows up is different depending on which Resident Evil game is talking about the Raccoon City Incident. What? Well, in Reson- I, don't you in, in nuke the- it? Doesn't get nuked? So in the original Resident Evil 3, it gets nuked. It's one singular bomb with a mushroom cloud. Okay. If you play Resident Evil Outbreak, the PlayStation 2 online multiplayer games... Jesus Christ, there's another... Okay, yeah, what happens to those that one? one? At the end of those games, the city is seen being destroyed by a series of missile strikes. And I'm like, you really fucked this up? What were your teams doing? Were they not talking to each other? I mean, what the hell, guys? <laughs> so... This is why you can't take the story in Resident Evil 2 seriously, and I'm happy with what I got out of Resident Evil 4 Remake. <laughs> Alright. Oh my god, dude. We <laughs> Next question. We have barely put a dent in these <laughs> fucking... I t- there's so much to talk about. It's such an interesting series. Would you uh, like to do a lightning round or commit to two no, hours? No, no, we're we're good. I don't know about two hours, but I can... I'm down to talk about this stuff. What genre would you put this game in? It is an action horror game. It's a dual genre hybrid. Which one has a higher percentage, though? Action. What's the percentage? I think that's an irrelevant and silly thing to talk about. No, it's like it's like giving a video game a rating between one and ten. Give me the percentage of action. Give me the percentage of horror. Seventy. I was going to say the same thing. Perfect answer. Good answer. Good answer. Like like the environments in Resident Evil Four remake are way more detailed and they they just are dripping with character from like the fog in the castle to the flickering candles the the halloween-esque leafless trees in the village it's all miraculous and you could go into screenshot mode and probably make like covers for this game or whatever that would look legitimate until you get to the island the island still looks good but the island is clearly some sort of science fiction, like, trash heap <laughs> left yeah. over, you know? It's an it's industrial, like, it, it's like a big industrial area, but that doesn't yeah. make a lot of sense. It, it No, it doesn't. I mean, I was fine with an island, but why wouldn't the island be, like, a place of mad worship? Like, where the cult began. So instead of a bunch of laboratory buildings and construction equipment and concrete walls why not cave systems with torture chambers and burial sites and maybe like a laboratory was built into it after the fact once people like lewis came on board you know i was really hoping they would just completely axe it or change it entirely they do change it quite a bit. Like, they got rid of the JJ enemies, the guys with the cigars and the Gatling guns. <laughs> get, rid, get rid of that yeah. dumb shit. The the guys wearing the boar mask with the flaming crossbow bolt, Far much more, more appropriate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but like, there's fucking turrets with laser detection systems. Yeah, that's but the enemies ass. are using stun batons. Yeah, you know? and then it's... and then you get to Resident Evil Five, and they're like, "We're not fucking around. These enemies literally have AK-47s." Yeah. Well, okay. So to to back up to the the origins of the island or whatever the hell, I was trying to do a little bit of reading to figure out like, because I was like, "Where did Sadler come from?" And apparently, like him and his and his crew, or like the descendants of them, whatever, they got uh, exiled from the area, like by local super catholic people yeah and um he like he got sent like they moved to the island so that's like where their cult stewed for a bit but like you're saying you should have more of like a religious creepy vibe rather than like sadler got a loan from the government to stimulate the economy and he's got a coal refinery and a like plastics plant and shit I like the labs. I like the labs, but the rest of the industrial stuff, I don't know how the fuck it got there. Yeah, the the labs that are there are pretty good, especially the regenerator portion. We love top the notch, top notch horror game sequence right there. But I think this speaks to a broader issue I have with like generic action games post RE4. In that, how many video games can you think of where when I say there are enemies in this game that dress like they're in a Mad Max movie? How many video games pop into your head? Please, yeah, I please. Can, I can. I, I. don't think I can think of anything right now. Like, I, like Borderlands. Like, during our during during our pre episode discussion about my gym trip, I think my body's eating my brain. So. Gotcha. Well, so so my my point is the island the island gets very generic. Like Resident Evil Four uh, has yes. a very good identity until you hit the island, save for a few key moments. And so uh, many games, I feel, end up with the same problem. Is they're like, the game's too short to charge $60, make another act. It's like, well, fuck, what do we do? Can't just copy-paste everything. Maybe, maybe I'm completely off-base on that. No, no, I, out, but. no, I agree with you that the enemies lose their character at that point. I just, <laughs> you really threw, for you, threw me for a loop when I was like, how many video games do have Mad Max people? But when I say that, that, and then you picture the island, do you feel like you understand what I'm saying? Like in terms of the no. way the enemies dress and act. <laughs> I don't know if you're trying to. <laughs> I don't know if you're trying to tell me there's a lot of Mad Max enemies out there, or if there there are, are. in vi- in video I games will. in general, like in video games and movies. Think think of like street punks with masks and face paint that act goofy and hack people oh, to bits. Oh, okay, in that way, yeah. In it, right. Yeah. That's what I mean by Mad Max bad guys. And the enemies on the Max, island like... of RE4 feel that way to me. And I'm like, you've just inserted in a completely different genre into my action horror. Is <laughs> it's not working anymore? See, I was thinking Mad Max Fury Road, which has like really good like designs for its. People. Oh yeah, the designs are great, so, so and they like, fit that movie. Uh, well, I don't know if I if I can actually think of a lot of Mad Max people, but yeah, yes, and. Something that I really like about Resident Evil 4 and something that really sank in with me with the remake was the three, in my opinion, there are three distinct parts of the game. And it's oh, the, for sure. the rural village, the decaying like castle, 
and then the island and its laboratories. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they nail how each one of those looks, but then the island is missing the like the good enemies to tie it together part. And yeah. then also like where the fuck did all this equipment come from? Like what if what if when you got to the island, the enemies that were there were Our so far mutated certified. that they weren't even they were barely humanoid anymore. Like yeah. like the Plagus is literally ripping out of its original shell and the enemies are spider like but Plagus style or something, you know? Like make it horrific and gross. Yeah, I would like to see more of and I know like oh yeah I'm regenerator number one fan number one fan I'm wearing a t-shirt with a regenerator on it I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm waving around my foam number I one and they favorite. really are the shining moment of the island they really are yeah give us more like maybe there's those like scientists who are being brainwashed just have some scientists like hiding behind plexiglass and they're just unleashing nasty shit at you I don't want a guy with a rocket launcher shooting at me i yeah. don't want yep. a guy with a boar head over his head shooting a fire crossbow yeah. like, as nice well, as boar guy is i don't want him at all yeah and it's not him it's me but <laughs> yeah it's like sadler what are you doing like you just had two really awesome sections here um mm-hmm. I thought that the the knights, the suits of armor with the that was Plagas incredible. In it, it's a phenomenal addition to the game, and they were in the original, right? You did have some suits of armor. They with... were, but the way the knights behave in this, they also oh, I think are dude. in this more. Yes. The the stalking sequence with Ashley infinitely superior to the way the knights are presented in the old game, where they're just QTEs or nigh unkillable. If you're yeah. if you're Ashley, you can't kill them. If you're Leon, they're okay. They're a good scary surprise, but they were they were gross and unsettling in this. Yeah, they were they were excellent, and you could you were rewarded for like looking and being like, oh, there's something in that suit right there. Like there's yeah. some fleshy shit in there. I I wanted more of that going into yeah. the island. Like if they could have just given us like one or two sections like that on top of the regenerators being there. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal. I'm always a like fan of showing the player what's going to scare them and letting them know that, like, you can't avoid this. You're going to have to confront it. Yes. Imagine if on the island you found fossilized skeletons of stuff. I'm that, scared already. That the, that the parasites would, like, like, you think they're just fossils? And then when you come back through the area, they quite literally rip out of the stone, and they're actually Plagas that were deep in slumber. Oh, and come on, Mullet. harder to kill because they're covered in stone and bone. Mullet, it, you got it all wrong. You come back, they're gone. That's how they go. introduce it. It's, oh, I thought I left my bones right here. And Where'd they go, super, Bingo? And it's super subtle. Like, when you first go through the area, there's a prompt, optionally, to examine it, and Leon will say, like, wow, these things must be 800, 1,000 years old, whatever. Hope they don't get up. And then you come back through the area, and the game doesn't play a sound effect. It doesn't pan the camera away to show you it's gone. It's only gone if you happen happen to look. And then when you get to the end of the room, you know, fucking rocks come flying out of a pile in the corner, and it, and it chases you. 
something. Yeah. yeah, or maybe like a like a monkey with a machete. That'd be scary too, I think. Nope. No, nope. right. you should uh-huh. play Resident Evil Zero. <laughs> Alright. What is your tensest or scariest moment in this game? So, I was thinking about this, and it's... I mean, I've been playing horror games since I was seven. I'm 31. So I was thinking, what what really scared me in this remake? And I would say the tensest moment off the top of my head was when I got to the ballroom, the busted-up ballroom with, like, the cracks in the ground with pits to darkness that is full of Novista doors. Really? And Well, I got in there, and I could see some of the Novista doors in camouflage, and I'm like, okay, there's, there's a similar room in the original to this. So I start going through it, and I'm killing Novista doors, and I'm killing Novista doors, and I'm killing them. And I played professional my first time through, and I'm like, fuck, these things will kill me in two hits, and I feel like I'm losing all of my resources to survive this one room. So, in terms of, like, a rising tension and not, like, a jump scare, I liked that room because it it, it was almost nonstop. And in a horror game, when you're out of resources, everything gets worse, right? Yes. So that's why I liked that room. Similarly, the very beginning, the village, like, standoff was pretty good on professional because I think you have to kill 50% more enemies to survive that sequence. Really? Yeah, on professional, I mean. He played on uh, professional, folks, just in case you didn't so, catch that. So ever since Dead Space 2 back in 2011, I always play on the hardest difficulty in a horror oh, game boy. out of the gate because it's scarier when you're oh. low on supplies. You know I'm right. Uh, I mean, I I eventually reach a threshold where I get more frustrated. The the frustration overrides the fear for me, and yeah, so I I, I, I gotta that play on normal first. I'm a piss baby, you know. What I'll, about what about you? Up. What was your tense moment? What were your tense? Moments? Oh, tensest is probably the armor uh, sequence because I really don't like being chased. As I Ashley don't, or Leon? As Ashley. I don't like being okay. chased. I don't like not being able to kill what's in front of me. And I really don't like loud metallic footsteps. <laughs> and I, maybe I got all three of those in that sequence. <laughs> so, nice. yeah, yeah, it that was... sequence is way better than Ashley's in the original. Yeah, I, um, I really dreaded that. It was excellent, though. It was so good. I shouldn't say dreaded because I didn't know it was coming up. But once I realized what was happening... Um, I was like, holy shit, this is driving me crazy. Actual, like, panic, fear, screaming. Even though I had the fucking thermal scope, the regenerators still scare me. They're they're perfect. I love them. They're excellent. They're not insurmountable to where I get frustrated, but they, they have just enough uh, pizzazz to them to make them interesting and difficult to fight. I love... I said this earlier, I like when you get a preview of an enemy, but, like, you know you have to still fight them. Even though it was a total cakewalk, using the thermal scope to see them in the body bags and know that they're in the room with you, I thought was, like, just a perfect moment. Like, that shit was creepy. Yeah, I, uh... (sighs) There might be one in a body bag in the original, maybe? Or he's just like in a in a cell in a room with swinging body bags, but that was really good. That was an excellent use of that idea. And I should have mentioned 
I probably should have mentioned the moment when you think you're getting the thermal scope and it's like fake out. Here's a here's a treasure. Yeah. Because if you play the original, you think, oh, this is the room with the thermal scope, and then you open the box and you're like, well, what <laughs> yeah, that isn't the thermal scope. Yeah. But that also relies on you having played the original. So like, I want to count it, but it's like I can't count it. You yeah. know. Yeah, and I, I didn't quite remember. I, I'll be honest, the original, I didn't use the thermal scope. I just fucking blasted yeah, them until they weird, disintegrated. Weird, uh, stance about that. <laughs> well, I so in the original, I just didn't really like the rifle, and I do occasionally like to indulge in just using overwhelming force. Tomfoolery to to brute brute my way through things. Like I shot a rocket at it. I missed uh, the first time, but, like, uh, I think it was cool that you could just try to bulldoze through them. But, yeah, in the remake, I was like, I'm going to try the thermal scope because I don't want to get absolutely annihilated by these things. Well, I also appreciate that they make the thermal scope part of a puzzle when you have to find the wrench inside of a regenerator. (laughs) I felt like an idiot in that. I didn't even do the puzzle. I just kept looking at each regenerator and shooting and killing them one by one. You're and the, mad. And the wrench one was the last one I saw. So so <laughs> I had to do it the right way because, again, I was unprofessional. And I oh, did not true. have the supplies to tank them one by one. <laughs> I think I actually started that fight, killed the one with the wrench while using a grenade or two to get every other enemy in the room to just fuck off for two seconds. So I could get the wrench, get the thing that I needed to do with it, and get out. I didn't kill all the enemies in that room. There's no way I could have done it. So when I did it, I got the wrench, and then the Ganados showed up? Does it change at all on Professional? Like, did the Ganados just storm in as soon as you kill the... Well, I think the Ganados storm in as soon as you get the wrench, but then you have to go into the far back and use the wrench to, like, open the keycard changer or whatever. Okay. It's in that room. And the Ganados, at least on professional, they use explosives, and they will free the other regenerators oh, no. you haven't killed. So I'm like, there's no fucking way I have the supplies to take all these guys on. So I had to kill the one very carefully without opening the other tanks, get the wrench, summon all the enemies, and then I think I placed a grenade or an explosive mine at the door the Ganados spawn in so that they get knocked down and don't waken the other regenerators then I got the key card and ran away. And I'm like, not going back there. Holy shit. So, professional the fun difficulty. of playing on harder difficulties. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah, I've had fun shooting the regenerators, each of them. Yeah. They dropped fun little goodies. So They do. And there's a side quest to go back and kill a special regenerator. Oh, later. is there really? I missed it. What does it do? I don't. I don't think the regenerator itself is any different. It might just have. It. It might just have like two or three more parasite blobs inside of it. Oh, okay. Um, but it's in that room alone. I think it might be a spiked one, that if it grabs you, it like impales you. Yeah, it's one of the Iron yeah. Maidens. Atmospherically, what's your favorite section of the game? The the village. Out of the three that I mentioned earlier, the village, the castle, or the lab in the island. It's definitely the castle, followed by the village. Island doesn't even make it into the applications here, the applicants. Damn. The, the castle is so good, but it's also so much better than the original. For one, 
it's more consistent feeling. It feels like the house of a madman. And it did in the original too, but the original was like, here's a safe zone with a merchant room, and here's your path A to the left and path B to the right, and you gotta go down both so you can go down path C. It felt more gamey in the original. In this one, it's still a little gamey, but the water is beautiful, the carpet, the tapestry, the cobwebs, the fog in it. It feels like a 1950s monster movie castle the whole time you're inside of it. I just, I can't, I love that shit. It's also <laughs> some of the most gothic Resident Evil goes, and Resident Evil goes a little gothic in the earlier games, mm -hmm. and I think this might be the last time Resident Evil dipped its toe into the gothic horror-like setting. So it kind of has, the remake one has a special place in my heart, I think. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Es I especially when you go to, like, you fight the blind guy in the basement, like... Ooh. Oh, dude, that rules. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it goes hard. I'm, oh, I really like when they do, like, world building and they try to make it at least a little bit believable. Like, yes, this is a cult. There's people here who are worshiping this and then they've been infected. And so the village gets some points for me there. It just feels eerie. Um, you've got Delago there. You've got uh, Mendez, the big cheese. I, th I think they add a lot of character to the village portion. But yeah, I think I might have to give it to the castle still. Because it's just yeah. such a imposing, huge structure. It's combining the horrors of these bioweapons with like this medieval... Uh, there, there's like Inquisition imagery and weaponry and shit mixed in too. Yeah. It's just a perfect yeah. mixture. Uh, so I, I think you and I are on the same side there. I do have a love for evil laboratories, so I give some points to the island, but the rest of the island blows nards. So so, <laughs> so here, here, here comes my bias as a Resident Evil fan. I do love the evil laboratories in most of these games, but I've played so many Resident Evil games, it's like, When's the uh, laboratory going to show up, guys? <laughs> and there it is. Oh, the there it is in the third act. Like I knew it was going to be. Yeah, right, so right, it just, it. there, you know, I even fucking Resident Evil 7 has like a single room laboratory by the end of it. And it's <laughs> like, you were so close to, to, <laughs> to, to, to throwing the shackles of the franchise away. And you, and you brought it back at the last moment. So. Even Village has a little laboratory. It does. It's a bit more medieval-y, though, isn't it? Well, if I want to recall. It's, the one Chris finds? Um, I'm thinking of the one that um, Miranda had, and I think Mia's being kept in it, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of, where you find a note about Spencer having met Miranda. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I didn't mind that one, because I feel like you're just in there for two seconds to read some notes, and you're out. Yeah, you're It's not, not like a whole level. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Fair. Meanwhile, you you find the laboratory in the original game, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Like, <laughs> you know, because that was the first game to do it. Dude, the fucking okay, just a little side tangent here. The labs in the remake or whatever for two or three, I can't remember which one off the top of my head. I think doesn't two have like the most mind-bogglingly massive underground lab? It does in the remake Who and not in the original. Who is making this shit? 
Like, um, the, the same company that made Sandler's umbrella. fucking, like, industrial park. I, I get umbrella. that. I get, um, no, I mean, like, physically. I know Umbrella shits money, but, like, where are the... Where are the fat dudes with yellow hard hats and mustaches using their construction equipment to excavate a fucking underground city? And, like, who's, like, how are they getting paid and then not immediately being, like, hey, wife and kids, I was in the mole man city. 100% Umbrella employs people and then hovers the threat of death over them. So, I'll give you a minor spoiler for the original Resident Evil the the architect of the mansion um was killed afterward because he had to make the mansion and right. it, this is just like a throwaway line in one of the notes but i'm like oh that makes sense umbrella would absolutely conceal or kill or bribe anybody who knows about this stuff that isn't directly working in it every day so that doesn't bother me too much but i don't like in the original or in the two remake how you go to like that central chamber with the three walkways to the different <laughs> wings of the lab and it's like this is a bottomless pit and i can't even yes. see the back wall yes but you play the original and that same room is just an octagon with a bottomless pit but the room is maybe 30 feet around oh okay. it's far more realistic yeah i was gonna say like yeah I, like you need insane manpower to yeah. to do something like that so mm-hmm. what the fuck were we talking about Next question. Yeah, who's your favorite character besides Leon? It's Ashley. Outside of Leon, Isn't it? Ashley's great. Um, I never disliked Ashley in the original because she just she stayed on you when you had to escort her. Right. So she wins in terms of escort people, but in the remake, she's much more realized. Uh, Lewis, though, I think got the best glow up because... He's less sexist, for one. Yeah, he's a creep in the original. He kind of yeah, sucks. Yeah, he is. He is in the game more, and you kind of, you understand him better. You feel a little sorry for him, maybe. Uh, I love me a good morally gray character, and he definitely was morally gray before really giving in to his like guilt and thinking, I got to turn this around. So I got to hand it to Lewis. Because now I'm like, well, fuck, now I'm sad that he's dead, you know? Yeah. Um, I like all the characters in Formake, except maybe Ada, because I'm just biased against her. <laughs> he hates Ada! Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I, I am disgusted by the fan worship of Ada outside of, like, like, cosplaying her is great. She's a great character to cosplay, but she's a fucking villain, man! She's responsible for billions of deaths well hold on let's see what happens in separate ways maybe she does well, something that's cool true. whatever to fix stuff whatever happens in separate ways and i believe she'll probably not give wesker the plagas but right. at the end of the day he's gonna get it because resident evil 5 unless capcom is gonna pull an evangelion four movie retroactive bullshit on us and and the next game in the remake continuity is going to be like a different resident evil 5 that's not in africa not with ouroboros they might just have like someone betrays her or gets the amber from her or will realize krauser was working with wesker and he'll take it from ada yeah like something stupid is going to happen to like preserve the timeline a bit but i am curious if this remake quote-unquote timeline 
is going to just like be its own thing. I've thought about that. Like, is it going to tie into RE five, six, and seven? Yeah, and then we and, just go from there. And as it stands right now, if you look at the events of the remake games, I don't think there's anything glaring in them that would prevent them from going into the rest of the games, except for maybe Wesker not getting the Plagas from Ada, but I'm sure separate ways will clear that up. I would like, at this point, they've remade four games. They've got four more to go. Not that they're going to remake seven and eight. I cannot fathom them doing that. That'd be insane. But it, but at this point, they have essentially given themselves a license to what if this and do whatever the fuck they want for a Resident Evil 5 remake. I mean, have it have it be about Chris and Jill instead of Sheva fighting Wesker. Oh, yeah. Hold on. We're, this is about four, Mullet. This is about four. We're, we're going off the rails here. Whoops. Well, the whole franchise went off the rails, so we're kind of <laughs> on the rails if you think about it. True. Uh, I'm sorry. What was the question, host? Ah, who cares? No, I, I I get what you mean though. <laughs> like they do have a big opportunity here. Um, I just wanted to stop you before you gave me an entire reimagined RE5. Listen, uh. I once upon a time reimagined like like if I I were gonna start over the Resident Evil franchise from scratch. I, like, wrote a little skeletal outline of what that story could look like, but that's a whole other podcast. Capcom, if you're listening, hire him. He's got ideas. Mm -hmm. So, speaking of, like, all these fucking remakes, like, we are in the era of, like, horror game remakes. We've got Dead Space, we've got Resident Evil, they're remaking Silent Hill. Is this a good thing? For the, for the gaming industry or the horror genre or, or you personally, are you loving this? Like, what, what do we get from this? So I can't tell you yes or no. My answer is firmly in the middle Coward. on this. Coward, right. No, I'm going to back it up. I ain't just going to leave you with that. <laughs> so I love the Dead Space remake. I love the Resident Evil 4 remake. I love them so much. It will be a long time before I ever reinstall the original versions of those games. That's how much I like these. They're really good. That being said, I am firmly a believer of remakes should take a good idea that was poorly executed and give it what it needed when it when it couldn't originally have that, be it budget, technology limitations, the developers working on it, whatever. Or I think a remake should take the original idea and twist it into something a little different that ends up working better than the original idea. The Resident Evil 4 remake and the Dead Space remakes were like heavy-ass coats of paint on good ideas that worked well at the time. So, like, I'm not mad they exist. I'm happy they exist. But I am worried that now horror for a little while is going to be led into a new era by remakes. And we have the Alone in the Dark remake coming in January, which I'm looking forward to. But it doesn't look like it's leaning into action too much, even though it is also an over-the-shoulder third-person horror game. Right. The Silent Hill 2 remake is also an over-the-shoulder third-person horror game. But if it's anything like the original, it it shouldn't be heavy on gun combat. There should be a lot more melee combat involved. But either way, I don't know if I like the idea of AAA horror all being over-the-shoulder horror games with with light to heavy action 
elements. I mean, horror still has a place, first person, specific restricted camera angles. There's an excellent Steam game uh, called Tormented Souls that plays like a Resident Evil and Silent Hill baby with artistic camera angles like old school horror games, and it works super well, and it looks like a modern game. Like, it's got good modern graphics. So I think this current horror trend of AAA remakes is nice. I hope that not every other fucking video game in the horror genre starts to ape it the way <laughs> they aped Amnesia. I I think it's going to turn into kind of like the movie industry where okay everything will be remade. Well well yeah, it's a okay, we have a proven concept. People have paid money for this before. It's got name recognition and so it's easy to drum up hype for it. And so we're going to see lots of remakes for the big name franchises. And then, I don't know, maybe they're just going to say, hey, let the indie guys handle the like innovative like new shit. Maybe we can poach them later. Um, oh, I'm sure that exact conversation has happened in many a board <laughs> <laughs> Like, no doubt. Yeah. And I, I do think that for Resident Evil specifically, again, this is coming from someone who's a relative latecomer to the franchise. I see these remakes as an easy way to introduce people to what is otherwise a convoluted, hectic, hard-to-understand franchise. It's, it's a meta-franchise. Yeah, because I can go two, three, four... I assume I'm going to get five. I don't have to go one, two. I don't know where the fuck zero fits. I don't know where it's code not, Veronica It's not fits. like Kingdom Hearts. Yes, yes. I don't. It's, I, it's you can literally play these in chronological order, and you'll get the gist. Yes, yeah. That that's what I want, and I think a lot of, I, I think they stand to gain a lot of newer players, um, if they go that route. I know that kind of sucks for people who want like obviously new shit and i want new shit too because i love seven and eight i think i prefer those more than most of the other resident evils i've played i think four is like probably my top maybe tied with village and then seven's underneath that but that's not important the point i'm trying to make is i would like resident evil to keep making new games but i would not be upset if they're like, all right, here's Code Veronica remade. Here's Zero remade so that you can actually fucking play these games in a modern era on your PC. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because you can play Zero on Steam and it is an HD remaster Ooh. and it's pretty nice. Uh, just as like you can play the 2004 GameCube remake of the original Resident Evil, which I will say is one of the best horror games of all time. Play it. It's on Steam. It's like maybe 20 bucks at full price. It's so good. So fucking good. Go play it right now. Um, I honestly, I think Capcom should remake Code Veronica, and then they should end this remake shenanigan era <laughs> with a remake of the original Resident Evil in the RE engine, and they should make it just outright fucking terrifying. Because it's the original, like, like, it's not a haunted house, but it's a puzzle box house. 
like setting, right? It's it's small, it's claustrophobic, it's full of zombies, it's full of horrific traps and bookshelves that move and walls that crush you and plants that are alive and all kinds of spooky Most ass shit. Are like it, just, every other Resident Evil game has tried to ape the original in some way, and I love I love most of the franchise, but goddammit, the original, the remake of the original, it's so incredibly fucking good. So good. Nice. What is your favorite iteration of the infection in the Resident Evil franchise? Whether it's the parasites, the viruses, the mold, whatever the fuck virus, uh, what's your favorite? It 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 is without a doubt the original viruses, the T virus, the G virus, the T Veronica, anything before Resident Evil Four, the those viral infections and bioorganic weapons, I prefer way more, and I'll tell you why. The Plagueis and the Ouroboros and the C virus, even though they're supposed to be these evolutions on what has come before. I think they actually have secretly pigeonholed themselves because if you look at the monsters you fight in four, five, and six, they're largely humanoid that use tools, and sooner or later they go from melee weapons to crossbows to rifles to rocket launchers. And at that point, you really feel like a discount AAA shooter action game, and Resident Evil has then lost some of what made it special. There are some cool monsters in those games. The right. Regenerators, the Novista Doors, some of the bosses are really awesome. No one's going to tell you fighting El Gigante sucks. Uh, even 5 has some good boss fights. But in the original, you never knew what these viruses were going to do. You had zombies, and you had hunters, and you had lickers, and you had the nemesis. You had tyrants. You had these amphibious hunters. You had the Cerberus. You had these bugs that would crawl on the ceiling. And they would literally follow you on the ceiling and lean down and pick you up and choke you to death. You had the grave diggers in the original Resident Evil 3, these fucking tremor worms that burst out of the ground. Like, you didn't know what these original viruses were going to do to people when they got infected. Whereas, in the current games, I'm like, oh, his head's going to pop off and some sharp object is going to flail around. <laughs> or he's going to turn into a Pac-Man creature with legs that'll bite me and kill me in one hit. Uh, okay, hold and, on. Hold and, on. And, 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 like, I understand that they're kind of aping the thing that... that Don't you the, dare try to invoke John Carpenter's The what Thing I'm, what, right I'm, what I'm trying to say is that they opened the door in games like 4, 5, and 6 to have the enemies transform into these hideous creatures you couldn't anticipate. Right. But then they just settled on a couple of, of transformations that once you see them, you're like, okay, whatever. Well, and they don't, they don't really push it to the extreme that I feel like they could have the way the thing in John Carpenter's movie you, does. You, you're on thin ice, buddy. Am I? I just complimented the thing I while know, shitting you're on tr- Resident you're Evil. You're trying to... Yeah, but I like the... Las Plagas. So you're, all right, give me give me your counter argument. Uh, my counter argument is that with Las Plagas, you get the different types of head poppy outy monsters. You get the yes. parasite able to survive without a host, skittering around in different forms. You have the Novistadors. You have the freak dude in the basement who can't see. Um, and so mm-hmm. I feel like and like you have. Um, Delago, you have the Gigantes. I feel like you get a bunch of weaky, 
weaky. Freaky big, like, monsters still. In 5, you have the ones that can fly, um, which I wasn't fucking expecting. That was weird. Um, I love that... I think one of my favorites in 4 is the one that's, like, half controlling somebody, and so it's almost like it's puppeting a human body right in the, front the of you. The red monks? Um, no, 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 no. I'm talking about, like, the Plagas parasite where it's out of the body, but it's, like, hooked into their spine and, like, holding their arms from the back. Do you know what I'm talking where about? Where does this show up? In the castle or the island? Are you um, talking about the spidery one? Yeah, they're kind of spidery, and they'll crawl on um, down Ganado's. Oh, yeah, yeah. They grab it, and yeah. then the Ganado is, like, super fast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I like those. That was an improvement over the original. Yeah, that went hard. And so, I don't know. I feel like they can make just as weird shit with the parasites. Isn't there like a giant bat in five too? Like they, I, I definitely, there is. I definitely see what you mean with the predictable. Like, oh, the head's gonna pop and something's gonna come out. But they can, they can do whatever the fuck they want in seven. They can do whatever the fuck they want, yeah. but they didn't do whatever the fuck they want. True. Is my is my issue? That's fair. Okay, I yeah, I'll. I'll accept like, that then. Like, okay, take take Dead Space, right? If you... It, like, in Dead Space, you could shoot off an enemy's limb, and then it might just crawl on all fours all of a sudden. Yeah. It might completely change the way it behaves. In RE, in RE 4, 5, and 6, it's like some gross thing might pop out of the hole I just made, but it doesn't wholly change the way I have to approach the fight. Right. It's just, uh, I should have shot it somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, I guess the issue I took with your statement was the pigeonholing. Because I feel like they could just easily be like, oh, and this new Plagas does this. And they could do something different. But yeah, like in... Right, in, they could, and I don't feel like they ever do. Yeah. In 4 and 5, you're absolutely right. Oh, the head exploded. Uh, giant blender blades are flying around the room now. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, do not approach. <laughs> oh, shit. I was about to walk right up to that guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Totally weird tangent, but I was, you know, I was doing a little research for this, and the Resident Evil wiki just says that the the parasite in, um, what is it, Kajuju? Is that what it, the area in 5? Yeah, the, the village of RE5, yeah. Yeah, they, they say that that's just Las Plagas again. Like, uh, Wesker just took the fucking Plagas from <laughs> RE4. And then some people blended it with, like, leech DNA or something. But it's still just uh, the Plagas parasite. Is, is, so was there a difference between that and... I thought Ouroboros was, like, his goofy final rendition of the parasite. So, so like, many answers to questions in the Resident Evil verse. I'm going to give you a bit of a personal lore dump and take it as you will. All right. So... Ada t steals the Plagas. It gets into Wesker's hands. We don't know what happens between 4 and 5. And then suddenly Wesker has this Ouroboros, which behaves very similar to the Plagas. We know from past games like Zero that Wesker was a researcher for Umbrella, so he could reasonably take a sample of this virus, this parasite, whatever, and modify it in whatever lab he's working in to turn it into something else. So Plagas becomes Ouroboros. And we know that they're kind of different, because the transformations in 5 are like, oh, this dude's abdomen blew up into a Pac-Man chomping head <laughs> with legs, you know? Oh, they're transforming into flying bat things that spit acid at you. So they transform like Plagas, but the transformations are different. They are kind of leech-leaning. So to me, it's like same virus, different skin. 
different flavor, you know. Uh, Wesker bought this skin from the Capcom online store and put it put the cosmetic in his virus, basically. Um, I also don't give a shit about wikis, especially with a game um. franchise this big, because oh. there's so many sources for this information, well, especially when the wikis can be modified. The wiki by says anybody. the wiki says that the Ouroboros is just a virus, but the and the wiki it's, wasn't written by the writers at Capcom, um, and I already don't like them. But there's so. sources, and they say that it's just the virus, and it's not the parasite. So I think you're wrong. Check so please. Wesker not controlling them. I guess he wasn't controlling them, but at the same time, he has an army of AK-47 wielding Ouroboros infected Kajuju guys. So, you see what uh, I mean? All, like oh, this oh, shit oh, isn't oh, worth this, debating. Next question. <laughs> We're gonna get to the ones where you didn't get to read them ahead of time. Yeah, um, that's hit me. Are you gonna boycott the Ada Wong DLC until she publicly apologizes for uh, working with Wesker? No, I'm not going to boycott it because that's silly and ridiculous. Um, if I were to boycott it, it would probably be because they're charging an additional $10 for it. But for you geezers out there like me, if you recall, the original GameCube release of RE4 didn't have the Separate Ways chapter. You had to rebuy it on the PlayStation that's 2 or the Wii. Fucked. So it already kind of cost you more money. You're actually getting it a new version of it for cheaper now. So, and whatever. inflation has changed, so yeah. And inflation has changed. Yeah, yeah thank you, Capcom. Uh, <laughs> no, I yeah, I don't really care for Ada, as you know, because I think she's a villain <laughs> at large, and I just what what grinds my gears is the fascination some of the fans have with her being like a character to look up to or aspire she's to. She's cool. And I'm like, and I'm like cool. what? Are you like I think Wesker's cool, but I'm He's never evil. gonna tell you he was right. Wesker's evil. Yeah, and guess what? If we're going by the original continuity, Wesker killed every civilian in Kajuju using Ouroboros because Ada gave him the Plagas. So don't you think she's she should own some of that responsibility? You know, the partial terrorist. Ooh. No. No. Okay. Well, <laughs> we just fundamentally disagree. No, no. I'm look. I'm I'll definitely... play separate ways at some point, but. I don't, eh, eh, eh. Uh, Unless someone tells me there's like 30 minutes of Wesker dialogue and shit, I ain't playing it. I'm playing it this Sunday. I will definitely play it. I Do just it. wanna, I wanna. I'll be playing Lies of P. Lies of Piss, all right. All right, your final question, and I think you'll like this because something tells me you enjoy hypotheticals and what ifs with Resident Evil. I've just kind of oh, sussed God, that yes. out. <laughs> can barely contain himself um what are the odds that we get an ashley graham rose winters team up in the future absolutely zero what <laughs> i mean okay look when it comes to corporate interest i'll never actually say the chance is zero but you have to consider this Ashley was, what, 19 in 2004 when Resident Evil 4 takes place. Right. Rose Winters was less than one in 2017 when when Ethan got her, when, when she was born, Oh, my right? God. Just tell me how old they are when Rose is whatever age she is in the DLC for... So here's the thing. I don't know what age she is in the DLC because I didn't play it because I watched people on Twitch play the DLC and I thought it looked 
bad. Oh, fake fans. So we're so we're talking about like a thirty to forty year age gap between these characters here. That Unless Rose is one of those weirdos that like grows fifteen years in three months or something. Well, she's which a I mold put lady. On Capcom. But yeah, she yeah she's a mold lady. Spoilers. Yeah, but uh, oh, come on, Ashley as like a grizzled veteran. Working Ashley with... does show up in the Into Darkness series on Netflix, but I didn't watch that, so I don't know what There's... badassery she's Why is there of. so much of this franchise? <laughs> I can't, uh, I can't, if you're lying to me, I would not know. There's simply too no, much No, no, she's in it. She's in it because I saw people on Twitter posting screenshots of her being in it, and I'm like, cool. I'm not wasting any more of my time watching the CG Resident Evil movies because I've learned to respect myself. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I just want this because Ashley is so likable in the remake, and she she's is. like, she is great, and she's like, maybe I can be an agent sometime, Leon, haha. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck yes. I I want Ashley to be in another game. I want her to kick ass. I want her to be awesome, and have her team up with Rose. So, do you want her to join the Young and Hot Forever Virus Infected Girl Club? Um, that's because that's a thing. Uh, yeah, a thing. isn't Jill in that? Wait, it's who's in that? Jill and Jill and Claire and Sherry. Is that real? And maybe Rebecca. Well, apparently, as of the new Death Island Resident Evil movie, it is because that movie takes place twenty some years after Raccoon City blew up. And they all look like they're as old as they were the day they were in Raccoon City or around it. And there were a lot of memes on the internet because Jill's been infected with the virus. Claire's been infected with the virus. Sherry, although she's not in the movie, has been infected with the virus. I don't know if Rebecca was infected, but they don't look like they've aged a day. And it's just just some weird, funny Uh, Twitter pet theory bullshit. See, I would want either, like... And now that you've laid out the timeline, it can't work out for them to both be like of comparable age. I'm fine with right. I'm fine with Ashley being an older veteran agent, kind of like well, Leon's not old in this game, but he's definitely like he's seen some shit. I want yeah. Ashley to be in the Leon role, and then Rose can be like uh, whatever spunky young agent that's learning how to do shit. But, I think it'd be a good. No, I haven't I haven't played the DLC for eight, but I'm. I want to say. The whole point of the story of that DLC is Rose loses her powers. She doesn't. I read so she I, can be normal. I read the end in the in the wiki. Oh, she doesn't lose her powers. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, it is the wiki though, Mullet. So maybe I'm lying to you. Yeah, maybe. No, My favorite part about watching that DLC was the constant hand holding by the ghost that like puts writing on the walls around her. I was like, I I would never play this. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let people suffer in horror games, you know? Alright, well, now that you've squashed my dreams of the Ashley Rose team up, uh, is there anything you want to plug or mention before we wrap this up? I'm good, man. I'm just happy to be here. Don't want to plug your Twitch? Yeah, I have a Twitch account. I'll be streaming Lies of P at the end of <laughs> September. He said it again. Hell yeah, man. Uh, I'll be streaming some horror games in October. I plan to stream Signalist and the System Shock remake, which I have yet to play. Yo. So that would be twitch.tv forward slash mullet Wesker. Very nice. I have heard really good things about Sig- Signalist. Signalist? How do you say it? I-, I call it Signalist, and I had someone tell me it's comparable to Silent Hill 2, and I was like, what? So 
I'm in. I've heard I, you know. nothing but good things about the game, and I've had like a couple people recommend it to me. So probably a future yep. episode topic. As soon as I can finish Baldur's Gate 3, it's all horror-themed games for a month. Can't wait for you to play horror games in January. Yeah, I probably will be. Mullet, can you say the line? Can you can you wrap up this season with the line? And peace, see you later.